You're listening to episode 230 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here, and it's been a little while, (laughs) which is very unusual for me. I am a super hyper consistent podcaster twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. I am always here. I have been for almost uh, the entire past two, two and a half years, (laughs) basically since June of 2018 when when the Room to Grow podcast launched. Um, However, I think like many of us this year in 2020, I have been experiencing some burnout. And to be honest, I wasn't really surprised. Um, I was almost half expecting it because I was going full throttle for a very long time. Even before the, the pandemic and stuff started, there I had a lot of balls in the air. I, I was juggling a lot of things and I could just sense that it was coming eventually. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about sort of this idea around slowing down to speed up because burnout is a really major topic that interestingly, before I sort of hit this, this wall (laughs) that I'll get into a little bit more, um, I'd been talking to a lot of entrepreneurs because I have a bit of a project happening that's coming together in the background that I will be sharing. Uh, I've, I've mentioned it a couple times on here. I'm, I'm working on it, so I can't give you more details just yet, but it is going to be a project that's going to be really significant in terms of mental health, uh, entrepreneurship, building a business, all of these types of things sort of all wrapped into one. I'm really, really excited about it. I am super pumped. I've been doing a ton of market research around it and talking to entrepreneurs all over the world to see what they're struggling with, what they've been dealing with, all of these different things. I can't wait to share more with you about it, but it was interesting that I've been talking to so many people about burnout before I kind of hit my own wall. And it almost indicated to me, it almost made it even easier for me to see the signs, even though I've hit burnout before. So I'm not I'm not blind to the signs, but sometimes we just sort of forget about it. We push it aside. We're like, no, no, I can just push through. I've got this. It's fine. You know, one good night's sleep and I'll be good to go. (laughs) And that simply is not the the catch-all solution uh, that we want it to be, unfortunately. But the other thing here that I'm going to get into a little bit is sort of the inherent vulnerability of simply being an entrepreneur, particularly in the online space, but this does apply sort of across the board as well. And when it comes to burnout, I have a lot more to say on this. So this is not going to be the only episode that I do on this. I have some people uh, that I've been talking to in the background that I'm lining up to come and speak to us more about this on the podcast and in regards to this other uh, separate project that I'm setting up that that you guys will be the first to know about. So I, I will be telling you more about that as well. But Burnout is going to be a part of that project as well because, again, it's so common these days, especially in 2020 with everything that is going on. So many people are hitting 
this point of just pure exhaustion, not even just from a physical standpoint, but from an emotional and mental standpoint. We are tired. We are exhausted. We are tired. And we, we have hit this wall, I think, collectively of, wow, it's been a really fucking tough year for so many reasons, so many different reasons. And everyone is suffering in different ways. But ultimately, one of the things that I think can be hardest to do is to learn to rest. And it sounds weird because, you know, if you ask most people, they'll say, yeah, I love to sleep. <laughs> I love, I love downtime. You know, we, we love these things, but we love often the idea of them. When it comes time to actually put these practices of rest into, into actual practice and, and actually build it into our lives, we often don't make the space for it or it's a really big struggle to do so. And when we do that for too long, that's when we hit burnout. That is when we hit burnout. Because what sort of happened to me was, and, and part of the reason, one of, one of several reasons why I pulled back so much was I started getting burned out for a variety of reasons. You know, it's just going for too hard for too long, um, a lot of different stressors that were going on, all these different things. And I also started having really terrible insomnia to the point that I was going the last, I would say the last month or so, I've been getting about three, three to four hours of sleep per night. That is not good. <laughs> like I have a background in health and wellness um, before I switched over to podcasting and business coaching. So I'm very well versed in the negative side effects of lack of sleep, even if I wasn't three to four hours of sleep, it, the average person with no background in health and wellness can tell you that that is not good. Uh, I was becoming increasingly less functional as a human, physically, emotionally, mentally, all of the things. The, the coach that I work with for fitness, he and I were having discussions about it. Um, he puts together all of my, my programming and stuff. And I was telling him like, listen, I'm, I'm not able to, you know, lift is heavy right now um, because my body is already stressed. Um, I was, I, I was just, I could feel myself getting really anxious as well. Um, very irritable, uh, all, all of these types of, of things. And again, I, we're going to be talking more about burnout in upcoming episodes. And again, with like some of these other projects that I've got going on that I'm going to be sharing with you. So I will be going into more details of all of this, but these are the points that I was hitting. And not only was exhaustion setting in, but I just had sort of felt like I lost my sense of purpose, which is always a huge red flag for me because I've been here before. I've been in this business long enough to know that when I lose my sense of purpose, I need to slow down. Because one of the things that I talk about the most with my students and my clients is what is your why? And I've talked about that on this podcast before that you have to really figure out what your why is. And it can't just be about the money. Or even if it is, then it has to be about what you're going to put that money to use. You know, what, what are you going to use the money that you make for? What are you going to spend it on? What are you going to, to use it for? There, there has to be some deeper purpose and meaning that you can create for yourself that will help you to get out of bed in the morning when, when it feels hard, when it just real, feels really fucking hard. And when I could feel that sense of purpose slipping away, I knew that I needed to change something. 
and I felt it, everything felt like slogging through mud, like a, a basic post for Instagram or something. It felt like I couldn't put anything together. I couldn't keep um, a thought straight in my head. The insomnia got so bad that I felt like I was losing my vocabulary <laughs> because I would I would try to reach for words in conversations and I couldn't even find the exact right words that I that I wanted. I was forgetting things, just so distracted and it just it, I was not myself at all. And that was why for anyone who follows me on Instagram, I'm over at Emily Goff Coach. I'm usually again very I show up very regularly. Um on stories, usually every day, all these types of things. And I completely stopped posting on Instagram as well because I just felt like I had nothing to give. And something that we hear a lot, this this feels like such a cliche because we hear this all the time. It's, you know, like filling your cup first before you can fill everyone else's, but you do need to find ways to do that because when you're always focused on what's outside of you, as opposed to going internally to deal with your own shit first, you're not going to be able to help anyone else. You're not going to be able to show up for anyone else. You're not going to be able to serve anyone, particularly if you have also lost your greater sense of purpose in the first place. But all of this sounds shitty, right? It's like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> if, if you're there too, I want to assure you, this is not the end of your entrepreneurship journey, okay? <laughs> this is not, this is not the end. You have not completely lost, lost your marbles and you won't be able to come back from this. I've been, because I, I wanted to really stress that because I've been here before, I recognized the signs more quickly. And I try to avoid getting to this place of burnout, I might add, <laughs> because I've been here before. It's not pleasant. Any, anyone who's ever been burned out and who has experienced these, these feelings of, burn, of being burned out, and they show up differently for everyone, by the way. I'm just sharing my personal experience. Again, we'll be getting into more of, more of the details around burnout um, shortly. I, I will be getting into that uh, more in, in upcoming episodes. It's when, when you can recognize those signs in yourself, you can start to figure out what your next steps need to be in order to change something and to shift your energy a little bit, to, to move your energy in some way. And I don't even just mean physical, although that can be a really great way to do it as long as it doesn't um, add additional stress on, on your body if you're already very high stress. But learning to rest is a big part of this. And what this ultimately comes down to in terms of being an entrepreneur is finding ways to run your business with more ease too, because it doesn't have to be hard. Yes, entrepreneurship is, is hard, but I have an interview coming up with uh, my web designer, Corlin Hazelwood. She's amazing. I'll reference her in the show notes. I just adore working with her. And, and uh, I, I have an interview that is recorded with her that I'll be airing in the next couple of weeks. And you can hear more about, about this from her when the episode airs, but she, she said that she had a mentor say once, say to her once, you know, well, okay, so you're telling me that, that running a business is hard, but compared to what? And she said that that always really stuck with her, you know, like compared to what, compared to war, compared to, um, you know, trying to figure out where your next meal is coming from. Um, there, there's so many examples that we could give here. And she, it, it really stuck stuck with me as well. Ever since she said that in the interview, I was like, damn, it's true. Like we can complain about business being hard and I am not saying that it's, that it isn't difficult at times. There are absolutely parts about business that are so fucking hard, but 
sometimes we have to remind ourselves compared to what? And that can give a little bit of perspective and maybe just shift your perspective just enough that you can start to step outside of yourself to take a little bit more of an outside perspective and looking in to see what you can change and shift. And sometimes we're going to need to slow down to speed up. I don't know who said that originally, but I've heard it from multiple people and multiple sources. So if anybody knows who the original person was, I did try to search for it beforehand, uh, before I recorded this episode, and I'm not sure, I couldn't figure it out <laughs> who said that, but slowing down to speed up. Sometimes we're going to have to pull back in order to go full throttle later. And it can feel discouraging. It can feel scary because you're like, okay, but I have all these things to do. I have to get these things done. I need, you know, a certain amount of revenue coming in. Uh, There's people waiting on me. There's clients who are, you know, expecting me to show up. There's all of these things that can weigh on us. But we won't be able to do any of those things sometimes if we don't slow down first to take care of us and then we will be able to go full throttle go go full throttle and to speed things up and when you are experiencing any difficulty in life whether it's burnout or grief or um anything there there there's so many things in that can that can go on in one's life i want to remind you that you do not owe the internet anything i have said that before on this podcast and I will say it again and it was reminded and reflected back to me recently when I was struggling with do I talk about this this thing that is going on and it was reminded to me no you don't know the internet anything and I was like no you're right I don't <laughs> I needed my own reminder it was sent back to me and I, I, this is one of the things that I talk to clients about who are prepping to share really vulnerable stories And I always ask them to really dig into that first, into the reasons as to why they want to potentially share a story, because they also might not be ready. It might not be the right time. And I have to tell you, we are in a climate right now where people have never been so judgmental, whether it's about politics or uh, anything related to physical health and well-being with the pandemic going on. Um, there's, there's so many different things right now. There's a lot of cancel culture happening. There's a lot of really quick judgments being made without context. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that I am innocent of, of having made quick judgments as well. I think all of us have experienced this to some degree, especially this year. And I think that sometimes we need the reminder of going, okay, but you know what? You don't know that other person's full circumstances. You haven't necessarily walked in their shoes. You don't know from this little tiny snippet that they're sharing on the internet what the full story is. So sometimes we need to be a little bit kinder first. And sometimes being kinder might mean also being protective of yourself. And if you are dealing with something or a variety of things, that are giving you a really tough time, especially if you haven't even processed it and figured it out yourself, now is not the time to share. There might never be a time to share it publicly and you don't need to share it publicly. You get to choose. You get to make that choice. 
And you don't have to offer explanations to the internet publicly for what's going on behind the scenes of your life or for what you might be dealing with or, or anything else. You do not have to offer explanations for that. Because unless it somehow directly relates to what you are selling or even then, you still have to put up boundaries to protect your own heart and to protect the other people in your life. I am a very, um, I have very high protective instincts. Um, it, it's something that I didn't really realize about myself until the last couple of years. And now that I've seen it in, in myself, I see it coming out a lot. And the closer people get to me in real life, so my, my tightest inner circle, the more protective I am. You will notice I never, ever post anything about my family anywhere on social media. Um, I rarely ever post my closest friends and the friendships that I have in real life, other than friends of mine who are also in the online space with online businesses. Um, you know, Christina, my, my best friend, Christina Montalvo is a great example just because she and I also do podcast episodes together, but she and I talk every single day and, and you know, the depths of our friendship is not something that we ever reveal on a public scale. She and I both feel very strongly about that. Um, and, and I don't think that it's a bad thing to be protective of that, to be protective of your heart because you can be a very open, genuine person without sharing every detail in your life. And that is especially true when you are dealing with stuff behind the scenes, or if you are feeling really burned out, if you don't, if you feel like you've lost your creativity, or your sense of purpose, you don't know what to say <laughs> on the internet right now <laughs> about even, you know, just whatever it is that, uh, that you sell as, as a product or service or something like that you don't have to share why you don't feel like showing up either. I am choosing to share why I haven't shown up in the last couple of weeks, not because I feel I owe anyone anything, but because I want to be transparent about something that I think that a lot of people are dealing with right now and do deal with on a regular basis. But 2020 in particular has kind of hit all of us in the face a little bit, especially because Things have just gone on and on much longer than we initially thought that they would. And, and there's just been so many layers to this. Um, in, again, in a wide variety of ways, everyone has had a completely different experience with this. So I wanted to be transparent about feeling burned out and losing my sense of purpose and all of that because I'm going to have more to say on this, um, probably more towards the end of the year. But every year I usually pick uh, a word that I try to ground myself in for that year. I try to come back to that word over and over and over again and to incorporate it in as many ways in my life as I can. And I actually chose two words at the very beginning of this year. In January of 2020, I chose trust and surrender. And I had no idea <laughs> just how much I was going to be challenged to step up to the plate when it came to trusting and surrendering in a wide variety of ways that I could not have ever even fathomed. And I have to tell you when, when you know, this, this burnout, when you're feeling burned out and stuff, I've been in this business long enough to know that when you feel your creativity is completely drained away and exhaustion is setting in, 
that rest is absolutely necessary and you absolutely must slow down. And I also don't want you to panic because you need to trust this process. Trust that your energy, your creativity, and your sense of purpose will come back to you if you take care of yourself first, because it will. And surrender to that process. Trust the process and then surrender to what that process is going to look like, because you can't decide what that process is going to look like. The process is going to run its course, whether you like it or not. And the longer you fight it, the harder you're going to make it. You have to surrender to it, even though it can feel really fucking scary. The, the trust and surrender go hand in hand. In order to surrender, you have to trust. And in order to trust, you have to surrender. You have to do both. And this is really, really important when it comes to things like feeling burned out, feeling purposeless, feeling like you've lost your way, you've lost your sense of direction. Trust and surrender. And part of trusting and surrendering is slowing down. Slowing down because when there's too much noise going on and you're running a mile a minute, you're not going to be able to listen to your intuition, to let sort of your, your inner voice guide you a little bit as to what your next steps should be. What is the right the right next direction for you to go. Slow down to speed up. I'm going to come back to that. And it is scary because a lot of times I find that, that one of the biggest things that I've always struggled with when it comes to slowing down is fear of losing momentum. Because momentum is important. Uh, think about a, a car you, you have to put a lot more, a car has to put a lot more energy into starting again from a complete dead stop than if you're just sort of coasting and you hit the gas a little bit. It's much easier to increase your speed when you're already coasting or when you're already moving at a certain rate than if you're at a dead stop. And the momentum is, is tough to rebuild sometimes. But again, part of that is going to require you to trust and surrender to this. That if you need to slow way down, way down, first of all, there are things that you can do that can be very minimal, that can still just maintain that little bit of momentum. Might not be the, the level of momentum that you want it to be, but it can be just that small incremental amount that will keep moving you forward, okay? The other thing is that if you do need to take basically a complete stop, then you need to take a complete stop and you will have the strength and you have to trust that you will have the strength to regain momentum when the time is right. And that's again, a, a huge process of trust and surrender. But you have to ask yourself questions like, where can you pull back? Where can you hire help? Where are you doing tasks that are not 100% necessary? Where are you performing tasks that are draining your energy even more rather than lighting you up? And then on the other side, things like what does light you up? What excites you? What would you do with your day today if you had absolutely zero responsibilities? What are things that recharge your battery and what makes you happy? Those are the kinds of questions that I want you to start asking yourself if you're feeling really burned out overwhelmed, drained, exhausted, 
loss of creativity, not feeling like you have direction. These are the kinds of things that I want you to start asking yourself. And these are tough questions. I don't expect you to be able to answer these right off the bat. You're going to need to take some time to actually let these sink in and think about them a little bit. And I talk about vulnerability a lot. And being vulnerable is actually quite inherent to entrepreneurship. And it's really fucking scary. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I was talking to a really good friend of mine while I was doing uh, some of this market research around the struggles of being an entrepreneur and uh, mental health and, and the impact that all these types of things have on relationships and, and our lives and all of these things. And he mentioned the near constant state of having to be vulnerable as an entrepreneur. And, and this is a separate conversation around being vulnerable in your marketing and sharing stories. It's about putting yourself out there every day, doing things that others are afraid to do and opening yourself up for whole new levels and layers of judgment. Because you are always aware that there are people out there who likely think you're nuts, that you're completely off your rocker, <laughs> that what you're doing is a complete joke, that how you're doing it is stupid. And you push through and you do it anyway as an entrepreneur. But think about it. Every time you put up an Instagram post, you publish a podcast or a blog, you sell something like a service that could solve a major problem someone is dealing with, you are going to get judged because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So then the better question is, how do you deal with that judgment when it inevitably happens? because it is going to happen. And it's something that stops most people in their tracks from ever getting started. You wanna talk about momentum. The number of people that never gain any momentum because they are so terrified of the judgment that can come with putting themselves out there. Think about how many gifts we have lost in the world because people were too afraid of coming forward for being judged. And this is another point that I want to make around the cancel culture that's happening right now and being really judgmental without knowing the full story or the context in which someone else is speaking. But it's hard because it, when you're already feeling burned out, it makes it easy to be even more sensitive to those judgments or even potential judgments that we make up in our heads that haven't even yet occurred. And another really big issue here is, you know, if you find yourself wanting to snap at loved ones, friends, clients, team members, it's a really big sign that something major needs to shift. And it could be something as simple as taking a step back to rest. Because maybe you are feeling the weight of those judgments, whether real or imagined. Um, because that, that, you know, the, the fear of the imagined judgments, it's very real. It is very real. I'm not undermining that at all because I have been there many times. I'm sure that I will be there again in the future too. But that can be part of the overall burnout. But I've talked to multiple people and I have again felt this myself in the last few months where I was getting super, super irritable. And for, for reasons that would not normally irritate me, I, I'm, I'm pretty upbeat, positive person. <laughs> so when, I, when I'm getting super irritable with people I love and adore, I'm like, whew, okay, what's going on? <laughs> with me, not with them, with me. Like what is going on internally that I need to deal with or fix because that irritability is telling you something. It's talking to you and you need to pay attention to it. And again, that is just one 
sign of many that we will be discussing going forward um, around burnout and around managing your mental health, particularly as an entrepreneur, growing your business while also maintaining your sanity, basically, because entrepreneurs are at much higher risk for mental health difficulties. I have all kinds of stats that uh, I could reference with that. Again, we will be talking about this more. I know I've said that like five times already, but this is why I'm so passionate about it. And it was interesting to me <laughs> that I didn't start to get, I, I started to really feel my burnout right after I started doing all this market research with other entrepreneurs and talking to all kinds of people. And then I started hitting my own burnout and I'm like, whew, okay, really feeling it. And it almost reinforced for me what it is that I'm creating in the background to help people with this. Because it was like, I needed to hit that burnout one more time. <laughs> to, because again, I've been here before. I, I needed to hit that burnout again to have that reminder of, wow, this really sucks. These are the things that have sort of led to this. And this is how I am pulling myself out of it. And trusting and surrendering to the process are two really big parts of this. Really, really big parts of this. So normally I give super like hyper clear takeaways in most of my episodes. This one is a little bit more all over the map, but I just sort of wanted to put it out there to give you an idea as to, a, you know, a, a sort of a general idea as to what has been going on behind the scenes, simply because I think that a lot of people can relate right now. And I never want anyone to feel like they're alone or that I have it all together somehow, or nobody has it all together. No one has it all together. If you are still on the train of believing that, you need to get your your <laughs> your head adjusted a little bit to start looking at the bigger picture because no one has their shit together. No one. <laughs> Everyone has stuff going on behind the scenes that you just may not even know about. Stop relying on things like social media to assume that everyone's life is perfect, okay? Because whatever it is that you're seeing, even when people are being, you know, pretty vulnerable and, and transparent, you're still not seeing the entire picture, nor should you. Nor should you. Because all of us should have privacy and should have parts of our lives that we protect from scrutiny. Because that is normal. Social media is not an evolutionary part of the human race. <laughs> it Social media has not evolved with us. It is a tool that has been handed to us that can be absolutely incredible. But we still need to manage it wisely. Okay. So I guess my final reminder would be to, again, slow down to speed up. Especially right now. Especially right now. Because everyone in 2020 is dealing with a whole whack load of shit <laughs> and everyone has different piles of shit <laughs> but everyone is dealing with shit especially this year and everyone is is having a bit of a tough time right now so show some kindness first and foremost to yourself and to other people but especially to yourself and if you're starting to hit the point of feeling like you've lost your sense of purpose and you feel like you're struggling to create things and all that, I don't want you to panic because I have panicked before. I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to come up with another idea again. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. What is happening? It, trust that it will come back to you, but you're going to have to take care of yourself first. Okay. 
All right, I have all kinds of awesome stuff coming up for you. I've got some incredible, incredible interviews. I'm, I'm way ahead of recording with uh, interviews. I've got a ton of them all lined up and ready to go that I'm really, really excited to share with you. Just some amazing, amazing humans doing really cool things in the world. Um, I've got some awesome podcasts, some solo podcast episodes coming up for you. And I've got some really great uh, projects to tell you about. Again, I'm, I'm particularly excited about this one um, that is going to be relating to mental health, relationships, all that type of stuff uh, and building a business. Um, kind of all wrapped into one because it's all really relevant and it is all tied together in really significant ways. Okay, so thank you so much for listening and we'll be back on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you. Mm-hmm.